Hutchins Podcast. We are now joined with uh, Dr. Grover, Head of Humanities and Social Sciences. How are you today? I'm great, Josh. How are you? I am very well. Now, what subjects are on offer in the humanities section? Josh, that's such a great question. (laughs) Um, We're really blessed at Hutchins. Across the state, there are 33 humanities and social sciences offerings at year 11 and 12. They range across a whole uh, spectrum of different areas, including humanities, uh, history, geography, the kind of classic sort of subjects you might take normally. Uh, We also start to get into some really interesting and more complex uh, subjects, such as uh, Australia and Asia and the Pacific, economics, legal studies, uh, high-level accounting. We also look at the behavioural sciences, such things as sociology and psychology. But what's also important to keep in mind here is that these subjects in the North themselves are important, but they really talk to that bigger picture about how we as human beings interact with each other and with society more generally. So there's no lack of choice, Josh. Um, the great challenge, of course, is to try to squeeze in some other <laughs> subjects other than humanities and social sciences, which I know is challenging for some, but hey, there you go. And could you please explain the um, like the high-level difference between some of these subjects so people can choose the one that's best fit for them? Of course. Look, I'll just say initially, Archie, that it's really important for all students to have a really good, honest discussion with their pre-existing teachers, whether it's their history teacher, um, whether it be uh, if they're doing elective and say, business studies. It's really important for those conversations to take place as soon as possible. In the same way as, um, well, as head of faculty, I want students to come into my faculty. It's also important for students to talk to other heads of faculty, whether it's English, math, sciences, and so on. Essentially, the difference between 11 and 12 and, say, 10 is really the level of rigour. So in a year 10 subject, um, we, we kind of have a bit of an introduction to things, like a little bit of a smorgasbord. So say in grade 10 history, we'll do a little bit of on uh, the Great Depression, a little bit upon the Treaty of Versailles, uh, obviously substantial amount of work on Holocaust for obvious reasons. But there's not a huge amount of depth to studies. Now, I know some students will probably be horrified in saying that. I'm saying that's <laughs> not much depth, but there's a lot more depth in grade 11 and 12. And what we're trying to do is really start to tease out um, not just so much what you know, but how can you apply that knowledge to new situations? Let me give you an example. Uh, now, I know that most students are very keen to do economics. I understand that. I can definitely understand why that's a really popular subject. But why it's important is because while we might think about what's happening with, uh, say, uh, price of houses in Australia, what's happening with interest rates, how much money people have in the bank and what they can spend it on, what we try to do in, say, a subject like economics is not just look at what's happening, but be able to predict what the future might bring with respect to um, monetary policy, fiscal policy. Now, those are new ideas for many students, but what we are trying to avoid is just a, a kind of a, a base recount of facts and figures. That's okay, say, at nine, grade 9 and 10, but 11 and 12, we really want students to take the known and to postulate and identify what possible alternative scenarios might come into the future. So it's really about that higher-level abstract and critical thinking. Some students take a little bit of time to warm to that, but really by the end of year 11 and 12, students really are at that higher level, and it really then prepares them for the kind of choices they'll make once they leave uh, school, whether it be university or go to college, do a TAFE course. We really want to make sure all students are ready to make those sort of personal choices which are in their best interests and those subjects really help them do that. So what sort of people would you recommend take each subject? What types of students? I think all students will find some benefit in taking humanities subjects. Um, those who have a love of history, those who have a love of understanding what's happened and uh, not so much trying to avoid the mistakes of the past, but also trying to uh, to ensure that the future is as best as we can make it. I think those who love history should take history courses. I think those who have an interest, to, say, in politics or the law, those who might be thinking of going into business, those sort of subjects are available in grade 11 and 12. As I said, economics, legal studies, accounting and business studies really give you that pathway. Some students have already talked to me about behavioural sciences like sociology and psychology because some students want to go and do a, social, uh, a sociology degree or do some social work or become a clinical 
clinical psychologist. The courses at grade 11 or 12 are really uh, great foundational courses for that higher, uh, higher level study. At the end of the day, if you're interested in developing critical thinking into cultural understanding and really placing some context around your lived experience, then any of the humanities is going to provide that to you. So while for some students they might say, look, history is irrelevant to my life, I'm going to go off and do something totally different to become a historian, what they'll find is that just by virtue of being a human being, that's why I call it the humanities, we have to engage with those higher order questions. And often it's not the sciences or the maths that answer those questions, um, it's the humanities that provide the answers to the really deep-seated questions. So just by way of example, if we talk about some examples we're looking at here, um, if we talk about, say, climate change or what's happening with housing prices in Australia or even what's happening in the war in Ukraine, science and maths are not going to give you those answers. You know, sure, you can come up with a fancy formula, which I'm sure is great, but if you really want to understand how we might prevent future warfare in, in Europe, how we might ensure that people can afford to buy a house, and really fundamentally how we can prevent uh, catastrophes with climate change, we have to ask those sort of more human questions. What's the right thing to do? What are the options available to us? How can we include more diversity in our voices and our decision making? Those are the questions we ask uh, fundamentally in the humanities. And as I said, as much as the science and mathematics will do their best, they really are limited in their ability to answer those more complex and more important questions, now at I, least from my point of view. Now, I picked up earlier that um, it sounds like 9 and 10 is a very sort of base workload. 11 and 12 is a big progression, a lot more work. Are there certain subjects that you can take in grade 11 and there are only certain subjects that you have to do in grade 12? Yeah, look, we, we try not to be too prescriptive. Okay. Uh, we want to make students uh, have the widest possible choice available to them. That being said, there is a guide. So what we what we'd say in general terms, and this is this is you know this is not about individuals. This is generally what yeah, we'd yes. say is if you're if you're getting sort of high Bs and some A's in grade ten, and whether it be in the English in English rather or uh, in any of the humanities subjects, then you're pretty right to go into those high level humanities courses in grade eleven. If you're still, uh, and again, everyone's different, if you're sort of getting C's and a couple of low B's, you probably need to think carefully about sort of what pre-tertiary courses you want to take. So for an example, if you're going to do economics, and I'll, I'll sort of say this because I do have vested interest since I'm an economics teacher, um, <laughs> it's sort of a subject where you want to be getting pretty good marks. In fact, I would generally recommend, not that I'm trying to dissuade anyone, I'd recommend that students do grade, uh, to, sorry, do economics in grade 12 because it's really quite a complex course. It's the highest scoring course in, across all test subjects. So you can get uh, 26, 27 points from one subject. So, you know, it is a difficult course. That being said, if you love history, jump into modern world history in grade 11 or ancient history, um, you're definitely good to go. But, but that being said, it is important in making your subject choices. You have an honest appraisal of where you're at and have those conversations with your students, sorry, with your teachers, with your parents and other family members. And so you're making a choice. The last thing we want to do obviously, is to have students coming into grade 11 or 12 if they're not really prepared. Uh, it, it unsettles students. Uh, it, makes them more, it makes it more difficult for them to make informed choices. So uh, talk to your teachers. Make sure that you uh, have an understanding of what's required. And that applies, as I said, to humanities as it does for science, maths, and all the other subjects. Now, if I'm doing business, let's say, this year, yeah. and I'm feeling like a little on the edge of doing, let's say, economics next year. Yep. Is there any course that could bridge that potential gap in grade 11 to yeah. 12? That's a, that's a great question, Josh. Thanks for asking it. Um, really good question, in fact. What we would typically recommend for, say, an economics course in grade 12, which is where I think most students would take mm -hmm. it, uh, it's, it's great if you can go and do, say, business studies in grade 11, okay. task three business studies, and or accounting three. So the pathway really out of grade 10 business studies is to do accounting and or business studies, task three in grade 11. And then we would recommend, it's only recommendation, it's not mandatory, the students then engage with legal studies and or economics in grade 12. It seems to be a reasonable pathway and then it makes you much stronger when you're making decisions about where you want to go post grade 12. You've, you've got a much better understanding of what's required in those sub-disciplines. 
And then I'm just going to show the other example here. I'm feeling very confident in business studies, let's say, and I'm doing well. Could I then necessarily jump into legal studies or economics? Yeah, look, again, it, it's really important to have that conversation with your respective teacher. There's not one size fit all, fits yeah. all with this. Yeah. Um, certainly, uh, legal studies is probably more uh, approachable than economics. So, yes. again, if you're thinking about doing, a, a say, a, a course like legal or echo in grade 11, I'd suggest, again, generally, not about specific students, that uh, you do legal in grade 11 and then if you can fit it in, do echo in grade 12. But I'm very conscious of the fact that students have got to do a maths and a, uh, an English in grade 11 yes. and I don't want to squeeze them out. Um, mm-hmm. It's really important you concentrate on core business in grade 11 and you'll have better understanding by the time you get to the end of grade 11 of what you want to do, both in terms of your life but also in terms of what subjects are available in grade 12. And you spoke a little bit briefly about where humanities subjects can take you in terms of tertiary education. Can you just quickly describe some different pathways? Well, the pathways are so diverse, Archie. The pathways are incredible. So, for example, um, may I say you can become a teacher. Um, (laughs) I know that's a hugely attractive profession for many um, because it's so well paid. Uh, Not, um, but moving on. Um, Look, it gives you a whole range of choices. So, um, for example, I know Josh is keen to be the next Prime Minister of Australia. So, um, and that's legitimate. That's a that's a fair call. Um, but ultimately, you know, politics, public service, teaching, social work, psychology, become an economist, run a business. Uh, it, it, the list is almost unlimited. But certainly, you know, certainly what's important with respect to the humanities offerings is that it gives you such a wide range of uh, choices once you leave grade 12. For example, you might at the end of grade 12, and I've had students who come out of legal studies and go and to do go and do international relations, for example, yeah, then they wow. want to become part of the diplomatic service, which is a fantastic career path. Some students alternatively want to go off and do other things. You know, they might want to go in to TAFE and, 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 and pick up a TAFE qualification. Um, none of what you do in humanities is wasted, but some of the subjects really do give you that that on train to different uh, professional areas. Journalism is another one. I mean, the list is, is almost unlimited. Um, broadcasting, maybe. Yeah. So it's, it's a really great opportunity to, to enter a whole range of professions if you study the humanities in grade 11 and 12. Now, I know we haven't been focusing too much on ATAR during this whole series, but I will just touch on it briefly. What are the ATAR points roughly or how high or low does the humanities score? Yeah, look, it varies a lot, Josh. Um, some are higher than others, and that's the truism, I suppose. All yeah. subjects have, have various skills. I just want to say this to all students, not just about humanities. I want to make sure that all students have an understanding. You shouldn't game the system. You shouldn't say, look, you know, I've got to get a 99.99 recurring ATAR, and therefore I'm going to choose subjects to provide that to me. You shouldn't do that. It sounds repetitive, but I'm sure other teachers have said this. You should really go into areas of interest and areas where you have some sort of passion or connection to. And believe it not that will give you the ATAR you want. If I said to you, look, you know, you hate business studies, you hate it in grade 10, therefore you should do it in grade 11 just because it has a good score, That's that would be very poor advice to give. Some subjects are stronger, so economics is fairly high, uh, econo- uh, economics just by nature its discipline's high, illegal studies high, accounting's quite high. But the point of the matter is, it's that is not important. What's important is that you engage with the subjects you have an interest in, or you might want to pursue as a career, and that will give you those great greater marks. If you do say, um, for argument's sake, psychology, because you think it has good marks and you hate it, you're not going to get good marks. You'll get, you know, you'll get poor marks and that again would defeat the purpose of trying to trying to gain the system to get your ATAR. You all students will have a have a developing understanding of where they want to go in post grade twelve. That being said, um, unless you are going to go into medicine or pharmacy, you know, two or three very specialist areas, having an ATAR of ninety nine point nine nine recurring is almost irrelevant. Uh, so don't don't gain the system on ATAR. Do what's interesting to you what might provide a pathway and then the ATAR the points will follow that well, you're echoing the message there of Mr. Said now, Mr. Bonnicher, so well done. The messaging is clear. Yeah, I've got my script here. 
Thank you so much for listening. That was Dr. Grover, Head of Humanities and Social Sciences. Thanks so much for coming on and we'll see you in the next instalment of the 2023 Course Choice Series with Hutchins Podcast. If you want to listen to more Hutchins Podcasts, just go to hutchins.taz.edu.au forward slash podcast or just search Hutchins Podcast in your favourite podcast streaming app. Thanks for listening.